Hello, hello everybody. This is Inga Rimkevichuti and here's my story I'm sharing on Trap Life podcast. Uh, we can stay connected and you can find me on social media, either Instagram Inga.Rimkevichuti or uh, Facebook Inga R-I-M-K-E-V-I-C-I-U-T-E. Uh, I hope my experiences inspire you and remember dreams over doubt everything is figured outable stay updated by checking our new episodes on the most electric podcast on the world on wednesdays and sundays hello hello pete hello doesn't it feel like we've already been on a journey (laughs) (laughs) talking about everything is figured outable Okay, like, so thank you for amazing <laughs> talk, right? <laughs> like, my goodness, that was a whole process. Like, who? And I know you were sending it because I'm seeing everything, but <laughs> I don't know what was happening. But I, I guess no clue. It was like very. Impressive, don't they know we're dealing with the time zone difference <laughs> and everything? Like. And I'm like, no, no, everything is figured outable. Here you go, perseverance. Let's yeah. do this. I'm like, let's figure it out. We're gonna get this done. I was like, maybe it's a sign. Maybe we shouldn't do it. But I'm like, no, we didn't do it. <laughs> maybe it's like third time. It's a lucky charm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hey, we're live. <laughs> same. Yes, I was having the same thoughts. I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. Oh, jeez. Here you go. Too funny. Well, <laughs> just so that the audience knows, uh, we experienced a severe technical delay this morning, this afternoon, in Inga's time, right? It's early, it's late yeah. afternoon. Yeah, it's like almost as six, 7 p.m. Oh, so it's mm-hmm. evening. evening. Evening, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's it, what we were kind of experiencing. It took us exactly 44 minutes to get on this call. Yes, yes. That's how um, you know that, like, we both were committed to doing it. And like you said, everything's figure outable. So perseverance. Wow. You said you didn't want anything to be uh, planned. So this is as unplanned as it gets, right? Yes, totally. Totally. So. yeah so thank you thank you um first first of all thank you for having me on this call i really appreciate it you know i bet it's gonna be amazing talk it started already amazing with the good intentions and good energy and here you go absolutely absolutely (laughs) so um i know we've exhausted some of our time Oh, I didn't get to tell you this, um, but, you know, when we were talking before, you said how you like your podcast to be about 45 to 50 minutes. So <laughs> I figured we'd strive for that, get that sweet spot for you so you can, you know, have that sweet spot for your own podcast, that's so to speak, right? Your own yeah. episode? Yep. All right. So I have some questions for you. And like I said, this is a discussion. So I want to hear your thoughts if you want to ask me anything. Just like we were before, feel free. Stop me. 
revert me, whatever. I'm excited. So let's keep on going. I'm excited, you know, for this conversation. Okay. For this so chat. My first question is going to be, can you give us three of your most influential books? Books. Either all time or right now. You know, we talked about reading. Um, it was a pretty big aspect of what you do. I've seen your post on Instagram about it. And it's reading, you know, like it's a really good question, actually, um, because I think there's a formal reading that we can get in like, you know, universities. It's one thing, but there's a reading besides that, that's where we get most of our education, where we explore our minds. So one of the most influential people, I would say it's um, Maxwell on leadership. Like yes. yeah. Brian Tracy, even the one I'm, I'm about to start reading, and it's Habits Worth a Million. Okay. I've uh, read that one. Let's check that out. Here you go. Um, the last one I finished, one of the recent books, uh, it's A Tribe Called Bliss by Lori Harder. Um, I think these are like my that few. Might be in my audible cue. Possible. That sounds, yeah. Uh, I try to read like two books um a month okay um either it's audible so of course it goes faster than having an actual book but having an actual book it's like a magical thing you know like you're flipping you're going through the pages it's just you're touching that paper um it's i love actual reading the actual paper books you know like old-fashioned old-school yeah uh, way of course like tony robbins you know these are like influential people that comes into my mind right now um oh actually the other one it's by vishen lakiani extraordinary mind i love this guy he's a founder and creator of mind valley he's awesome and his book is awesome it's it's patrick <laughs> no vishen his name is vishen lakiani if i'm pronouncing it right Luciani. okay lakiani <laughs> Um, first i was thinking of patrick uh i think it's, i'm pronouncing it right i think it's like lucioni or something like that mm -mm. He's, it's a different guy but he's different guy okay yeah <laughs> it's okay um yeah, continue oh and probably i forgot to even introduce myself my name is inga Rimkevichute, so my last name sounds like you know half of alphabet so the same one i mentioned vishin lakiani it's Probably people are like, what is that? So, yeah, I'm one of those people who cannot, you know, it looks like a mouthful when they say their name. <laughs> but I'm Lithuanian, so it's normal. So, yeah, these are my books, I would say. Not like all-time favorites, but it's something that comes into my mind at this moment. What about you? What are you reading um... right now or listening Right now, I am reading. Um, I remember, I gotta look at my queue. Maybe three books at a time. Do you do that as well? Um, I actually, I'm supposed to be reading like I was telling you, like eight mm -hmm. books a month. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've kind of slacked off on that. Um, so what I have in my queue now are um, I'm actually reading um. 
I have it right here. Um, I'm trying to see it. But um, I'm reading a leadership book um, called The... Why am I drawing a blank? Um, I'm reading a leadership book. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I have to... I'll come... I might blurt it out later in the conversation. <laughs> but um, reading this one book that was recommended by um, Kristen Hadid, and it's mm-hmm. called Keep Going. It's like 10 ways to stay creative in good times and bad. But it's kind of like a little flip picture book, so I don't really consider that reading. But it is like a good source of like, I don't know, to like break from the monotony of it all. Um, I'm thinking about going back to read some books that have really been influential on me. Like, I think since I read it, I think I started reading this book in 2013, 2012. Um, the, the Art of Execution, mm-hmm. The Discipline of Getting Things Done. Um, and I read that book. Why do I feel like I'm butchering titles today? I don't know, but um, I'm kind of getting all these uh, leadership books and everything st- mixed up. But uh, I read that book like at least once a year, sometimes twice. Nice. Um, another one that I I feel like I'm going to start going back to is the uh, Ego is the Enemy. I really love that book a lot. Um, I want to read more of Ryan Holiday because that's actually the only one I've read of him, even though he has a couple of other really good books out there. Um, and I, uh, I mentioned Kristen Hadid earlier. Her, her book, Permission to Screw Up, um, was really inspiring and is actually really inspiring in terms of um, giving me kind of like direction or that uh stimulus to start the podcast so um that's a big one and then um uh principles by uh ray dilio okay i heard about that one yeah that it's a longer book but it's really worth it um and then i'm trying to think of some other books that i've knocked out recently on my reading list it like i was saying i'm like for the month of June, I was really reevaluating whether it was good to try to hit my goal of like a hundred books this year. Um, because it does, it did seem like I wasn't processing them as well as I wanted to, like I was retaining them, but it, it, it did seem like I was kind of doing it more for statistical purposes rather than what I want, which is to have an actual, um, to be able to apply the books and to, you know, get what I need out of them, right? Yeah, quality versus quantity, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that's... Talking um, about the books, I have one. It's Medical Medium, and I don't recall his name, but I bet you know what I'm talking about. So, this is, like, on my list. I bet this is going to be my next book I'm going to read about because I'm so into health and you know, like holistic healing and like ancient, like the normal way of getting healthy body, spirit and all that kind of stuff. So medical medium, it's, an, it's on my list of books for sure, because I have the book. So I'll, I'll read it. 
<laughs> and so, audiobooks, I don't know. Like I said, recently it was paper books for me. Paper books. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you do anything with the Kindle at all? Uh, no, I do audiobooks. Just audio. Audible. Okay. I'm mean, the same way. Audible. I've never used a Kindle. Mm-mm. Or I, anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do don't audible. Like books on tablet or it's either paper or audible for me. The same. Or or, or CDs, like in a car, yeah. you know, yeah, like CDs. that would be my university. Yeah, the audio. Yeah. When somebody asks me what kind of like, oh, this is the top hit, I'm like, oh, it is. I'm like, I don't know. I'm listening to, <laughs> you know, like uh, Robert Kiyosaki in <laughs> the background. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so boring. <laughs> I'm one of those people, you know. I do listen to music. Don't get me wrong. You know, I have like a playlist, like on Spotify. Um, playlist. But it's your own songs that you like. It's not necessarily what's trending right now. But it's not trending. It's like a playlist, like that's good for your reading because this is how you memorize things. So what I'm learning, I have you know like specific play, like playground, you know, like a. <laughs> music playing in the background because the brain absorbs the information better because of the frequencies so yeah frequencies that's very important there's a science mm-hmm. to how music is made absolutely people don't realize yeah absolutely there are certain frequencies that are going to exhibit uh, more um, emotions or feelings from people um, they're going to promote those more you know so it just depends like of course, this is by at the events you're gonna hear like this pumping music, you know, it's like, yay, let's get it going, you know, yeah, or like workout music, right? Of course, it does something to our brain, you like it stimulates which direction we should be going, like how we should be behaving, you know, because by the rhythm and frequencies, like you said, totally, it's a science. Mm-hmm. So, you were talking about um, how things help you, like retention and memory and everything. Um, we were kind of talking about that. Like, how long have you been kind of getting into trying to uh, increase your memory? Maybe a couple years. A couple years, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe more, you know, like, okay, I've been in human body, like health and that kind of stuff for like, I went to college for health science. I'm a college dropout, but that was my, you know, direction. Team college dropouts. Yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. raise the bar, raise the (laughs) roof. So the subjects I really enjoyed, it was like anatomy, like anything about the body, you know. Uh, When I was living in America, um, I went to be a massage therapy. Like I went to school to become a massage therapist. So I really enjoy, I'm really enjoying the human body in general, you know, so there is no exact date when I started, but I got into, dove, I would say, more into health and body and mind maybe five years ago. I started my journey there. And little by little, you know, and when you ask about the memory, somewhere there in that gap, you know, I start paying attention to what people start showing up in my life and this is where I start picking up information about the memory and retention and so on. So I'm with you. Um, I've like, I've grown up with like medical issues and like 
with uh, an undiagnosed uh, learning disability or difference or whatever the terminology is these days. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I've always felt like I had um, a lower short-term memory. Um, but like my long-term memory, I would say, is actually like maybe like exceptional would be like kind of an accurate term like I can recall things that like little details that people are like wait what how did you know that you know Mm -hmm. how do you remember that um and so that's helpful on one side but in terms of like the short term it like limits my functionality a little bit so I came across um this uh super learner like not just speed reading because I actually have I took a speed reading course when I was, before I was 10. Um, I like, my mom was a college professor. So I just said, um, there was a speed reading course, um, like in another classroom. And I just ended up going, you know, checking that out, like being 10, being in the cut somewhere and just, uh, kind of listening to it. So I kind of like, I retained a lot of what I learned in that class, but I always thought like, if I can, get a better skill set I can do more like if I can increase my memory if um my memory increase will increase my productivity Mm -hmm. um so that's something that I've always been striving for and it's always kind of felt like it was close but at a distance and then I started um listening to the uh super learner podcast um with uh Jonathan, let me see. I'm freezing up on names. I was literally just listening to him. I sent it to you the other day. Yes, you sent it to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that super learner podcast. And I actually took his course on Udemy. um, And it was quite um, exceptional um, for me. Very uh, good information that I'm. You know, just trying to apply and adapt to it because I think it's very important. Uh, I've been like, like I I quit drinking because I heard that I was reading a book. I don't even remember the name of the book, to be honest with you. Um, I think I got it from like the brain store or something. But I was reading a book that they were thinking at the time drinking could cause um, Alzheimer's, Mm -hmm. right? Like binge drinking. And so I was just like, nope, I'm done drinking, went sober, you know. um, That's awesome. And, and, you know, just my, because I've always felt like, you know, um, my body has always kind of had issues, but I felt like if I can keep my mind as sharp as possible, then that's my fighting chance. And like a couple years ago, I actually sustained a concussion and I think that, um, like, I haven't been as, um, like, I don't know, as functional, as uh, productive as I want since then. Uh, so I'm trying to, like, kind of recover from that in a sense. I see. You see, like, that's a really good thing. Like, as long as we keep our brain healthy... You know, like this is when we improve our memory. So, you know, we have to look at the things like 
day-to-day basis, right? Like, what do we do? What do we eat? You know, like, how is our sleep? All these things matter. Like, do we move our body? You know, like, it's our brain. Because if we have a healthy brain, we make different choices that actually leads to the results we're having, right? To the life results, body results, relationship results, like, this is, you know, brain, you know, like, what do we do with it? Like, what exercises? And instead of like, even affirmations, instead of like, oh, I'm so bad with names. No, none of us are bad with the names or, oh, I'm a bad learner. It's just what we keep telling ourselves. So, right. Right. So it's like part. mm -hmm. You could say instead of I'm bad with names, I'm always improving with my name recall. Self-talk, baby. (laughs) Self-talk. Exactly. Being really like conscious. What are we telling to ourselves? What does it mean conscious? So being really present. Like what thoughts we allow, you know, talk to ourselves. Like what are we saying? Every single like moment or like, of course we have bad moments and, you know, memories and all that kind of stuff. It's okay, but just making sure it's not in a repetitive you know mode Mm -hmm. so i guess food is important like i said like habits yeah diet routines like what you're putting in your body totally sleep quality of sleep you know so quality of sleep how many hours would you say you get on a regular basis well, I love sleep, but I love <laughs> quality sleep, <laughs> okay? Um, I would say about eight hours for sure. Yeah, this is, I mean, sometimes I have less, sometimes right. I have more. I'm not a napper, you know, like this okay. is why I incorporate like things, once again, through nutrition, you know, um, and habits that boost my energy, so let's say like I practice intermittent fasting, nutritionally supported intermittent fasting. So it means um, I drink certain herbal drinks to support my body to detoxify, not only water. And actually that gives me energy. You know, I allow my body to rest, you know, about intermittent fasting when autophagy is happening and like all the cells basically eat themselves out. You know, so it helps with anti-aging. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I keep on going on the subject for sure. So, nutrition, sleep. I put blinders on. You know, I use I use um, like a sleep spray um, okay. with melatonin. So you're very serious about the no, process of your sleep. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I'm not. But I just notice when I change certain things, you know, like I sleep better. I try to shut off all the screen devices at least a couple hours before I go to bed. Not always happens. I'm not perfect. I'm just, but I'm really cautious about it because I know it interrupts with my, my sleep. If I have my device in my hands, I start checking, oh, maybe... I'm going to check this out, maybe another channel or, you know what, you know how it is. Like you just get kind of hooked on that and our brains are running. My brain is running. Maybe nobody else's is, but mine is. So I I consciously make a decision, shut it off. 
like shut all screen devices. I read a book, maybe I journal, uh, I go painting, go for the walk, something, something creative. Like I saw, was it yesterday or this morning? I don't know what it was with the time difference, but you were like picking strawberries. I did it today. And you said it was like your gem for today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because I was in the middle of acres and acres of fresh air. The strawberries that are pure organic, I picked it myself. Actually, three big buckets with my mom. Uh, Yeah, this is what we did. And, you know, like breathing therapy. And I actually did that. I'm like, inhale four, count to four, like hold it four, release, count to four. (laughs) Like, you know, there are certain techniques for breathing. So I did that a little bit in the fields. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) part of a life you know like I go for the walk I incorporate breathing techniques you know like breathing in holding you know breathing in like through the belly and going up I'm not yoga teacher so I cannot teach those things but I know how to work in the body Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah (laughs) one second stay in the app I'm gonna stop this one session and bring us back in give me just a second Mm -hmm. sorry about that not a problem we're i i did that to be preemptive because um it was starting to look like we were going to start having the uh audio go in and out so i was like let's get out of here so that we don't have any we don't have those problems because i would hate for you to be in mid-thought and then we you know have to start it back up again but i see yes 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 but um it's really um interesting you know kind of like the lifestyle that you're taking right now um you're back in europe and you're with family can you kind of illustrate some differences between your time here in america versus what it's like to be back okay so let's go back, back, right? Okay. So I lived in America for 14 years or so, 14, 15 something years. I, I lost the count, actually. Um, my life in America, I loved actually life in, my, in America. I loved my friends. I loved the lifestyle. I lived in Chicago, actually. Mm, like Evanston, so it's like first, like a, it's in Chicago area, okay? Yeah, it's Chicago. So, yeah. It's Chicago. So I really like the lake, the lifestyle, people, city, you know. At the same time, I grew up in Europe. I grew up in Lithuania, you know. So it's so different starting from the food. And once again, food is our fuel for life, right? So the quality of food um, is, I don't like to play comparison game, but there is difference, okay? Um like things like like we talked earlier, going and picking the strawberries from the field and you have acres of acres of land and, you know, the freshness. So this is in my heart. It's in my roots. This is how, how I grew up. So I felt this is more, this is in alignment with me. Be closer to my family. Be closer where I grew up. Um, so now I split my time be- between uh, UK and Lithuania. Like in the summertime, I love being like in Lithuania, just, you know, 
like I said, my family. Your family. Mm-hmm. My so, family. And in America, I felt like there was a lot of, like, workforce. Like, go more. Do more. Like, mm-hmm. you know, instead of, like, be better, do better. Instead of, like, rushing, rushing. Hey, everybody. No, no, everybody. We good. We made it already. We're on this earth. So I had, I had myself different um, mindsets. You know, I felt like I was lacking. And of course, I was lacking closeness to my family. You know, I was missing this connection to my roots. So it was natural for me. And I was always thinking, what should I do more? What should I do? Like, better, better, better. A lot of rush, a lot of mm, fun life. You know, like, I'm not going to lie. I had an amazing life in America like I said, but stressful at the same time. Right. You know? Mm. But So I have two questions for you, right? Mm-hmm. Go okay. Ahead. Do you think you would have um, became an entrepreneur if you had never come to America? Um, maybe that's the reason I was put on that path. You know, that I had to go to America to become that person. Because once you stay in the same circle of family, friends, it's kind of hard to get out, if you know what I mean. Because everybody's, hey, where are you going? Stay with us. It's safe. Like I say, don't go up the mountain. It might be be too steep for you. You've never been there. Mm -hmm. So having a personality as I had, I'm adventurous. Like I like different things. I trial and, of course, I fail a bunch of hundreds of times. But I have a rubber butt. Yep. How fast do I get up? I'm like, oh, oops, this one didn't work out. You know, oops, it's not how it's, it's not how it's supposed to be done. I did it my way. I learned, you know. So, I guess it's my. That's how it was put for me. You know, I had to experience, you know, with my personality to go and explore, going to America, going you no, know, going going to UK. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're still able to pursue your entrepreneur. You're still with the same um, business and company that you were here in America. Can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about the company and the work that you do? Yeah, so the company, it's a global company. It's a network marketing company, global leaders in the health and wellness industry. And so I started, like I said, about five years ago. Like, I, I was burned out. At that time, I had health issues, and I was working in transportation field. So I, I was working in a, like a long hours sitting position with a like laptop, like three monitors, not laptop, three monitors and phone in my hands, and a lot of stress. So I had health issues, so I had to get surgery, and I quit my job. And it looks like that company came into my life at the perfect time. Because I said, I cannot do this life anymore. I literally said, God, take me. Whatever it is, just take me on the path I'm supposed to go. And the friend showed up in my life. He's like, look at these products. And I was like, okay, I'm lacking energy. I need to de- like, detoxify my body. I just want to look better. I want to get boost my immune system, just feel better. You know, I had no clue what is network marketing. I never had was. Um, I had no opinion, you know. 
so I just started on product and that's the history you know like um, I start sharing with people and I still do because products are amazing they're working and you know but besides that the vision of a company and the model of the business model that literally you can work from anywhere and help people physically or financially because it's in alignment you know in this day and age so that's what I do in this day and age it's I guess uh, it's not a question anymore um, like do you know what is network marketing it's like what network company are you with especially with the millennials I would say or you know times changed as we know people work differently in this modern life so that's how it's all started do you still feel like there's like a stigma against uh, network marketing or multi-level marketing uh, I believe that people are some people either they had bad experience themselves or they heard somebody who said something but it's uneducated it's not enough knowledge so I feel like it's our obligation you know to share with people like fully like with integrity like not every company is equal right so it's possible if they looked at some old school old model but like I said not every car is car is equal because it's a car neither it's network marketing Every company is the same. Right. So, and, so. Mm-hmm. No, what were you going to say? Uh, like, with my company, right, people get physical results. So there is emotional attachment with it. People get body transformation, like literally transforming their body, you know. So... It's not, how to say, people get attached because everybody wants to feel and look better, you know, because it matters for their, how they feel, how they perform, how their relations look with, the love, look with their loved ones because of the, how they feel with themselves, within themselves or around others. So it's really life-transforming, um, I would say, uh, what, what I do within, within this company. Mm-hmm. So, like with with your company, there's a lot of collaboration involved. Absolutely. Um, so, can you kind of tell us what like your ideal collaboration would be? What does that look like? Collaboration to me, it's like helping one another. There is work as a competition shouldn't even exist. It's like how can we help each other? How, what can we do for each other? What can we do together to help others rise? Once you become either an entrepreneur or network marketer or like a writer, you become like obligated to help others. It's not about you anymore. It's about what are you giving? Right. What, how are you, what value you're providing? How are you helping others? You know, it's not about oh, I'm an entrepreneur, I have my freedom. No, you're working for your own company, helping others, you know? So collaboration is how it is. Like, what is the saying? Like, um, like one 
person cannot do a battle, something like that. Totally. It's about people really linking arms. Like, what's your strengths? What's another person's strengths? What can we do together? You know, sharing the wisdom, sharing the visions, creating projects together, you know, educating, I guess, that what's, you know, I'm not going to call myself like a title, like I'm a coach. No, I'm not a coach. I'm, I'm not going to put myself, even I have a degree, so I want, you know, get courses, but it doesn't make me a coach. I don't have a right to coach somebody's life, you know, like my, I believe like everybody's, like when we talk about collaborations, everybody's sharing their experience or their knowledge, you know, and it's not. Um, Is it our... like a diversity of thought? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's not our, how to say, power, like choice to make other people to make choices. You know what I mean? Like, we're sharing as a collaboration of people, our vision. And other people have to decide what's best for themselves, what's in their alignment. You do a lot of collaborations, right? Yeah, I would say my career has pretty much been um, collaborative in nature. That's the way I would most describe it, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, just not even through this podcast, which is, you know, collaborative, like this podcast doesn't happen unless I can get people to come on and share their stories with us. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but even beyond that, um, the business that I've been in the different industries, um, it's very collaborative. Like even if something which is more cutthroat, like car sales, you to a certain extent, you still have to be a team at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I've i been in meetings where they're where the uh, managers will say, guys, at the end of the day, we're going to spend more time together than you will with any customer. So don't, you know, don't be go out there, be hungry, be aggressive, but don't be so cutthroat towards each other where you're looking at each other as competition and the car business is very cutthroat you know very underhanded Mm -hmm. i understand because everybody's for themselves and like i said this is why i love network marketing like people are like literally one for another you know like i listened to your podcast and about the atlanta episode you know atlanta once you moved to atlanta like it was you shared amazing actually things there if I'm not mistaken, right? Move to Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I've never I've never actually lived in Atlanta. I listened Who to one in... of your episodes. Who moved Wasn't to Atlanta? You? No. <laughs> you? <laughs> no? Let me see. Um Who did I have on that maybe lived in Atlanta? Maybe I'm mistaking sure. something. No, I think maybe <laughs> I did have someone on that lived in Atlanta. Okay, maybe point. it's my bad. But yeah, Atlanta, miss something. Oh, maybe what we were talking about is how the culture of Atlanta is very collaborative. Maybe. I know that yeah. was something about Atlanta. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, Atlanta is super collaborative. Like, oh. 
I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of stories about people who um, their careers were stagnant in Chicago, but then they go to Atlanta and then it's, they magically take off. They go to that next level. Right. Oh, so nice. It's, it's, it's because of that collaborative um, atmosphere, that culture. So mm-hmm. absolutely. People's mindset, you know, like once again, culture, you know, like, yeah, if we took, um, depending where people live in the area, right? Like United Kingdom, totally different personalities. You know, people have different culture. Lithuanian people, I had to adapt to my own country when I moved back, you know, like from America. I had to adapt to my own country culture. <laughs> How long did that take you? Um, or is it still months? going? I mean, I, certain things, you know, like now it's, it's okay. I've been, like, I moved out from Chicago for about a year and a half. For six okay. months, I lived, like, in London. Then I came to Lithuania. So, and now I'm, like, going back and forth, you know, to uh, UK. So, it still, it still takes me certain things. I'm like, what? Oh, it's different. You know, like, it's just cultural differences. But, of course, it's acro- across the globe, you know. But even in America, you know, you, you compare south you know like texas you know and chicago or east coast right different different different. (laughs) even it's the same continent so have you ever been to new york yes i have would you say new york and london are similar um or is that a misnomer it has similar vibes of everybody is in their own heads of rushing and like going and diverse like i love london mm-hmm. i'll be honest new york wasn't for me it was too hectic and too much of noise and just pulling every direction possible maybe my, my adhd kicks in that i even don't know if i have it you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. too much of everything and i was maybe 26 27 at that time you know like i went there a few times to New York, I'm talking. Mm, it's awesome place, just not for me personally. The same with London. It's awesome. It's amazing. It has so much of everything uh, and a lot. A lot of people, a lot of businesses, a lot of opportunities, a lot of money. If you're going to look there, because it's a lot of energy. energy. And where is energy created? There is a lot of everything. So maybe it's not for me. No. <laughs> But is it similar? In certain ways, yes, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've always heard that, but it's like, but sometimes I hear, not really. <laughs> like, you know, like I hear Chicago is very similar to Toronto. And then sometimes people are like, eh, not really, you know. I haven't been in Toronto, uh, so I cannot compare. But I have a friend who lives in Toronto and she's been in Chicago. So she said it's similar. Like it has similar, similar vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And probably New York and London, they're similar, but they're the same. They're different because, you know, London is so old and so like you're working like in a museum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were talking about like, you, you know, the content that you listen to, like you're reading, you're listening to podcasts. So what are some like, of the main podcasts that you listen to or do you kind of like switch it up and just kind of 
listen to whatever you're listening to for the day or the week? Uh, I switch it up. Okay. Um, like sometimes like, oh, I love this podcast. And after a while, I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so like I love Angie Lee. Uh, I love Chris Harder for the love of money. Um, who else? I of course, Tony Robbins comes in. Oprah, you know, comes in. Soul Conversations. Um, what are my favorites? Uh, smart Passive Income. Recently, like, uh, I fell in love. The Model Health Show. Okay. Oh, awesome. Um, what else? Um, yeah. Another one is uh, by Kayla Craft. It's Mommy Millionaire Mindset, I think, or Mommy Millionaire Podcast, I believe. Okay. I have few, like I have a list, so I go through them, you know, like. And it changes, when. yeah. Not really. I notice, like, I listen to them, like, sometimes I skip few episodes and, you know, like. Then Dave Asprey, Bulletproof Radio. That's a good one as well. He has a couple of podcasts, right? I know. I I have just this one. Okay. I don't know how many does he have. I bet he does. Um, I think I've heard of another podcast from him, but I'm not sure. Possible. And then um, I wanted to ask you, like, I think you probably have heard this a lot. Um, I feel like it's probably the most common question when it as it pertains to entrepreneurship. But like, the question I hear the most is, when should you start? Now, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a question arising, when should I start? It means it's in your soul already. It means it's speaking to you like, hey, I want this. I want this. But then there is another side of a voice inside our head or your head or somebody else saying like, uh, maybe I'm not ready. I will be ready when I will be happy. When I get the car, I will be happy. Once I know, start now you know be grateful now to be happy not be happy and then be grateful right so it's once again like i say mindset right like if there is a question what should i start now you know now yesterday <laughs> once there is a, like a once the light comes on you have to do something about it right? exactly exactly because i really believe of like if you're not going to do something else, something about what you're thinking, this energy will be given to someone else. This gift, I feel the this same idea way. will be like, if you're not going to go for it, the universe will be like, okay, sorry, I'll take it back. Here you go, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for you, Inga. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pete, mm -hmm. if you don't want this, then we're going to give it to Matt. You know? Like exactly yep <laughs> i know i wholeheartedly agree with that because like maybe you've had the experience but like sometimes you'll have an idea and then you don't really do anything with it you kind of keep it on the back burner and then someone comes out with your idea and it's like someone you've never had any contact with so it's, it would be very um odd if somehow they stole your idea from you right but like it's i think it's just like the transference of energy right yep and this is mm -hmm. ideation yeah 
when we're questioning ourselves, should I, Nana, you shouldn't shit yourself, right? You should not, <laughs> like, question yourself. If there is something, do it, you know, like, try an error, like we say, do it, okay, maybe it's not going to be perfect. Okay, you're going to get better. Every master been a disaster, right? Yes. It's what takes 10,000 hours to become a professional at whatever you do. <laughs> so we have to start somewhere. Okay. I have a couple <laughs> more questions because we are trying to go for that 45-minute mark. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> 45 to 50. We're going to hit that sweet spot. Yes. But, okay. So can you give us some transferable skills? Like, Trans what skills? Transferable, like skills that you think can help you um, in different capacities with different opportunities. So skills that would be like universal almost, like three universal skills. Be grateful, number one. Okay. Gratitude. Use your informations, gratitude. Um, always create, like I said, your energy, you know, like uh, what I'm talking, like sleep, move, have meditation, realization. Always watch what you eat, you know, uh, share with others, learn and teach. Um, have, have come with good intentions, forgiveness. It's really important. Um, yeah, I think these are like, these are comes into my, have a vision actually for yourself, like for yourself, for your life. Um, yeah, <laughs> that would be, I guess, like really fast. I would go into those. And then um, what are your thoughts on mentorship? A must. A must. Because I see mentorship, it's like a teacher from above. Send, like We went, most of us, we went to school. doesn't matter we graduated college or not. There was someone that teaching us. So mentorship, I always see like there is a someone from like guidance from above, I would say, um, guiding us. Let's say if I have a vision for myself, I cannot take myself there. Neither I can take anybody else with me if I never been there. So I have a mentor who is leading me. She's leading me, you know, like and I have a couple people like I'm learning from them because this is how I teach somebody else you know so mentors is a must have and mentors can come in different like sizes and forms you know like to hire a mentor could be on uh, really expensive right but it's an investment once again it's an investment so it can be books it can be audio books and of course it can be like actual like coach and a mentor so but it's a must if more want to achieve something in the life and have changes in life and different results than currently having you have knowledge has to come from someone someone else besides a circle uh, or friends or people that we are surrounded ourselves with most of the time yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. well I have some more questions that I want to ask you, but we are going to hit our sweet spot. So I'll just have to have you back on. Okay. <laughs> Deal? Deal. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Inga. And 
I will talk to you offline in just a moment, but we really appreciate you coming on Trap Life. Awesome. Thank you for having me here, Pete. Thank you. Take care. Say your name one last time for the. Inga Rimkevichuten. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Just go Inga and last name R I M K E V I C I U T E. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.